It's time, Marie. Time for what? It's time to get smutty. Yay! Except this book isn't that smutty. It's really not. Like, it's, I think, story-wise, I'm intrigued. Yeah. But there's a distinct lack of smut, which bums me out. It bums me out a lot. So if you're not aware of what we're talking about, we're talking about our book for this month, which is The First Grave on the Left. On the right. On the right. <laughs> the other left. Uh, by, and I never, I never make note of the author. By Dorinda Jones. Ah, yay, yeah. And I'm like three beers in, so I'm doing pretty good, guys. I'm impressed. Um. All right, let's bring up some notes. Bringing up them notes. Um, um, but yeah, as we said, disappointed. Yeah. And I mean, again, like casting people is really hard. Yeah. With this because she really, I mean, I guess like either you could count that as a positive if you're someone who really likes to make up your own characters in mm -hmm. your head. But she really doesn't describe people very much. She doesn't. And... I don't know how I feel about that. Like I, the writing style, you weren't on board with the writing style at the beginning of this. No, well, I mean, even now, like it just comes across with this tone, or at least like with the character that I'm getting. It's like as you know, quote, "I'm very badass," unquote. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of smartass. Which I mean, I guess maybe as far as character development goes, maybe that's good. But I'm just kind of like, I, I don't find the main character super likable which i think is kind of important maybe or i don't know i mean i you don't I've have to met, like the main character i've in a book. met not met but i've read less likable main characters i guess right that's true i mean like i guess like she's i don't know i think she's likable to an she's extent okay. she's just not realistic i feel like in her personality yeah it's like she's trying too hard yeah i yeah yeah, this book has just been disappointing to me. <laughs> I think uh, we were talking to one of our colleagues at work about this, and she she took it upon herself to look at some of the reviews, and I think they're right where they say Charlie Davidson is like white chocolate. You either love her or you absolutely hate her. Yeah. I, I grew to like white chocolate. <laughs> so there you go. You That's can, something. You can, you can tolerate it and suddenly you find yourself wanting it. That's probably going to be me with this book series, and I'm probably going to read all of them because I have a problem. Um, we like to read. We That's do all. like to read. But I have to say our NPR smut list really let us down on this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we might have to uh, break break from the list. I think next month we're breaking from the list, Marie. Yeah, it's unreliable. Uh-huh. All right, let's get, let's get to that casting couch for our dream casting as... Duncan, our dog, my dog, snuggles up to Marie and makes yeah. me jealous. He jelly. I'm so jelly. He Aww. looks so happy. Oh, you suck. He's so handsome. All right, okay. Captain Cat. So, um, we have we're introduced to Neil Gossett. Gossett. I don't know how you'd want to pronounce it. Neil Gossett, probably because they're in New Mexico. Yeah. Um, and he's the deputy warden of this prison. I would cast him, and I'm probably mispronouncing the name, but Timothy Oliphant. Oh, I, I love that casting. Right. I love me some Timothy Oliphant. I feel Oliphant. like he like, plays those kinds of roles really he well. He really does. And I loved him in Santa Clarita Diet. I don't know if you've seen that on Netflix. I, I watched the first season. Big fan. I, I really liked it. It was good. Good show. But, you know, I, I, I was feeling him. Mm -hmm. um, we have... 
um, Reyes Farrow, which I don't think we cast him yet. I don't remember I if we cast him or not. I still don't know because I imagine him as being like, you know, super sexy and fine. Um, super probably, sexy Latino. Probably, yeah, like Latino I don't know why Chicano. I'm thinking Latino. Yeah, no, I think, well, I think the way she describes him, she'll okay. at least say, like, you know, I think his, like, he has dark hair, kind of brown, gold-flecked yeah. eyes. Um, I, yeah, and I imagine a tan. Who's that guy? Oh, from... the guy from Star Wars. What is his name? Uh, I want to say. Uh... Let's go down this list that I'm looking at. Um, we'll find it. We'll find why isn't it. he higher on the list? God damn it. Oh, um, Oscar Isaac. Okay, maybe, yeah, I could, yeah. Maybe, maybe he got, like, ripped. Yeah, I mean, he's Oscar Isaac, I think, is cute. He's not super fine. Yeah, he doesn't smolder but I can't, for you. I can't think of anybody with the smolder. Oh, he's kind of smolder. Ooh, okay, Who's going he? on Juan Pablo de Pace? De Pace? De Pace? God damn it. Like, what, I mean, what, that, what, almost, that looks more Italian than what Spanish. What does it say uh, he's been in? Um... Oh, well, he's Argentinian, and he has been in Mamma Mia, yeah. and you may know him recently as Fernando in Fuller House, which I never watched. Yeah, I don't know what that, no, I don't. It never made me, I never wanted to watch Fuller House. I don't, yeah, I, don't I have care. no desire to. I have no. Ooh, ooh, or maybe Rodrigo Santoro, who I know from Love Actually. Who's he in Love he's, Actually? He's the guy, um, remember, uh, he's Carl. Oh, from... yeah. No, I like Carl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's go hot. with him. He's like hot. Like with some stubble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. We picked him. And then I think our last one, uh, well, oh, no, there's uh, Angel. Yeah. Or Angel. Who is, I don't know if we talked about him, but he is like a former, well, he's a ghost. Uh-huh. And he was killed Right, well, I think he she like describes 13. him as a, quote, gangbanger. Yeah. Um, so probably, like, you know, more of a younger upstart Yeah. So so, actor. so we'll give somebody a fresh shot on that one. And probably same thing with, like, Julio Ontiveros, mm -hmm. who's, like, kind of like a suspect witness. And, like, I would say he doesn't play a huge Yeah, I don't think we this. need to cast See, like, I like I'll note casting. names as I read them because like just in case and then it's like oh they weren't that big of a character. Yeah. Um so it's hard to say. So maybe he'll get a better casting next time. So let's uh let's dive into this so sucker. And we can't we I think we said a different chapter range perhaps, but I think for this episode we're reading through chapter 9 reading all the way through chapter 15 stopping at chapter 16 because and i can't remember <laughs> i could not take another chapter of this book i was reading a good book yeah. while reading this book and i would rather have finished my good book than continue reading this so that's this is on me uh i yeah. just i couldn't it was so long it seemed so long um but uh anyway uh let's get into this yeah so chapter nine, I think we're coming in from a, probably like, again, if this was like a TV show, this would be a great cliffhanger. Yeah. Or a commercial or, break. Yeah. Where yeah. Charlie had fallen through the warehouse skylight and we're cutting into, this is where chapter nine picks up. Yeah. So apparently while Charlie's falling, like she called it the big bad, but it's death. 
Yeah. Death I think it's itself? like the embodiment. Yeah, the of embodiment like of death. death. Like death, capital D. And he like stops her. I don't. I don't really. Right. I never really understood in the book like how she was stopped. It sounded like she like fell on scaffolding or some shit. Yeah. Like, I think yeah, that's kind of the impression I got. There was something that kind of stopped her from just having a straight up like fall, fall. which like, I don't twenty or thirty feet, yeah. however much it would have been. Um, but she's like fine, basically. Right. She she goes through the whole like life threat flashing before her eyes thing that you hear about when people have near death experiences. Never had one. Wouldn't know. But you know, she like goes back to this like oh, oh she has this memory of death being there the day she was born and calls her dutch which is weird which they don't explain they kind of well i mean it kind of goes they don't into explain it. why they call they her dutch well, yeah though. it doesn't say why but like she's like hey this is later on and this is weird that death called me dutch and then reyes called me dutch but don't don't jump too far ahead no no i won't i won't she okay so she lands she's fine but they still say go to the hospital because she i don't know fell from a fucking ceiling yeah and also how does she not have like glass shards in her because she fell through a skylight like you think she would have like landed on top of glass yeah got glass somewhere in her body i I mean like it's it's yeah it's nothing short of miraculous because she should be fucked up right yeah so she goes to the hospital um cookie actually picks her up from the hospital because she really doesn't want to freak her dad out so she'd rather freak Cookie out. Well, I mean, Cookie's her best friend. Yeah, that's true. And her secretary. So I guess that's who you call when you need help. So when they get back to Charlie's place, Charlie is like thinking about how this whole thing where like Reyes called her Dutch and the big bad called her Dutch and like. How is that? How possible? is that possible? And she wants to talk to somebody about it, but she doesn't have anybody to talk to about it and that's when she decides she needs to tell cookie everything about her life um and so what we learn in this chapter i think it's still this chapter is that yeah Yeah. charlie remembers being born right she's like like one of those weird people who remember everything from the day they were born you mean marie all people because scientology believes that everything you experience in the womb affects you well and like so what and the trauma of birth if you don't remember well then the thetans marie it's too many thetans too many thetans or thetans (laughs) um so yeah, Charlie claims. I guess she. I, it's her. She's a character, so she can claim this and be correct. Right. Uh, but she remembers everything after her birth. Like she doesn't remember like the coming out of the vaginal yeah. cavity. But she remembers like being born. She remembers death being there, like hovering mm-hmm. around, and you know this like kind of like weird, smoky, oh. blurry form. Um, and she also remembers her mother being the very first person that she helped cross over. And she talks about this feeling of just, like, total unconditional love and acceptance. So, like, that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. And so so th- she tells Cookie all this. And Cookie's like, wow, that's cool. Oh, and then, I, well, she also tells Cookie about, like, all these near-death experiences uh-huh. that she has. Which I, like, I have the issue that I have with the writing in this is, like, well, I guess in a way it, it could go either way. Because she kind of, like, glosses over things where I'm like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. I want more details about that. Yeah. Please. Um, but other, I mean, I guess you could 
just with the structure of it, it wouldn't make sense, maybe. Yeah, I because know. I mean, so you're walking into a relationship, Cookie and Charlie's relationship, that has already existed for a big chunk of time. Mm-hmm. So, like, when she's telling Cookie about, oh, yeah, he was there when that one, you know, that one incident with the Johnson kid or whatever. Right, when I was, like, five. Five. And we all want, I all want to know what this freaking incident is and because mm-hmm. it's been referenced multiple times. Well, and then apparently, like, it kind of led to, like, her stepmother, like, really disliking yeah. her, I guess, and kind of, like, humiliating her in front of the whole town and, like, slapping her or something. Yeah. Um. But, like, we don't. We have yet to find out about mm-hmm. this incident. And I get it because as somebody walking in to this relationship that's already established, it would seem forced if you're like, you know, that one time. Right, yeah, it's like, why are you explaining this to someone who's known yeah. you for forever? Or, or like, well, and then like there's kind of like, oh, yeah. And that one. So you were saying like he was there that one time when you were attacked in college. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's that. Oh, and that time when I was kidnapped when I was four and like, you know, that goes into more detail with mm-hmm. that because apparently Cookie didn't know about that. Um, so basically chapter nine is telling Cookie all this stuff about her life. Mm-hmm. That allegedly uh-huh. like kind of alienates people. Like she had a big falling out with her ex best friend. Um, but Cookie seems to kind of take it in stride. And mm-hmm. accepts it. And then we also find out, like, ca- Charlie just casually throws out, like, oh, yeah, I also happen to understand every language that's ever been spoken. Ever. Which is cool. But also, like, you kind of, she's admitted to half-assing high school. Like, yeah. you could have been a star, girl. A star. <laughs> um, so that's actually chapter nine and ten is just a rehashing of Charlie's past. Uh, and yeah. telling Cookie Maybe. about Charlie's mm-hmm. past. We also learn that Cookie has been doing research on Reyes and finds out that he is in prison and that Uncle Bob helped put Reyes in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the reason was something like he was convicted for murdering his dad, uh-huh. like beating him to death and like putting him in a car. And then setting the car afire. But the weird thing is that Reyes doesn't exist. Like, he doesn't have a birth certificate. He doesn't have a social security number. And neither does his father. Uh, which I, I don't think is that uncommon because people are shifty. But Well, I think they were saying like yeah. it, it made sense with the father. Who actually, I think they, in this chapter, they say, you know, they find he's not even genetically related to mm-hmm. Reyes so possibly maybe the dad was involved with like c- crime and like possibly human trafficking I think that got thrown out there but yeah it's like it's very strange that Reyes who was like theor- like as far as they know like born here was like mm-hmm. how does he not have a paper trail yeah and who also doesn't have a paper trail there's no mention of a sister and Charlie specifically remembered hearing about Reyes having a sister. So Charlie's like, well, we have to find the sister because maybe she'll know more about Reyes. Um, so, oh, that's uh, that's the end of uh, chapter 9, 10. Yeah, yeah, we kind of mashed them together. Yeah. <laughs> These notes were not the best, probably. Chapter 11, 
So Charlie wakes up and she's like sore again. I don't think she has been not sore this whole fucking book. So it's always been like, oh, I'm always getting into scuffs Uh and scrapes. I don't know if I I guess it's been like two days. But if I fell from a roof, I would just I'd, I'd take a day. Yeah, I would take a personal day. I would just be like, I I can't. Like, I just, yeah. But yeah, I think she kind of is stumbling around in the morning doing her business. And she realizes, like, oh, I didn't get a, my, my usual nightly visit from Reyes. Yeah, she was totally sad about it. And then her dead aunt Lillian shows up, her hippie aunt. And it's just... No reason. I don't think there was any reason for this character. The character right. does not need to exist. Well, I think it it's maybe more not like setting. I I don't know how to what I, you would it's, call it's her world building. World I guess. building, yeah, where it's just kind of like you know, like this, or maybe to kind of yeah, further show like oh, this is the reality that Charlie lives with, like yeah. where she's just constantly dead people are coming in and out all the time and it's the norm for her but i just i just i feel like that whole interaction was pointless like and i feel like it lasted like three pages as that i didn't yeah need. <laughs> like this was unnecessary uh-huh. and now like i think oh yeah i think she was going through was it was she going through the flash drives i just yeah. made a note that like she finds something she tries Find, like putting in a password it's hot firefighters in love i was like ah <laughs> we know about that yeah we know about hot firefighters in love universe building <laughs> of our own there's been an incident god damn it i really need to take better notes uh, well or, like i i think i read this like maybe two or three days ago uh-huh and i don't know what that means anymore oh i know after she gets up, gets ready for her day, she's going to go visit the prison warden, Neil... Oh, Gossett? Gossett. Yep. Junior. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she goes to Neil's prison because she went to high school with Neil, and she's like, oh, my God, Neil, we went to high school together. <laughs> we weren't even friends, uh, but hook, hook a girl up. Yeah, hook a girl and, up. But there's, like, this, like, flirty energy yeah. between them, so it and, seems fine. And Neil... And so... Charlie's like, yeah, I'm here to talk about Reyes, Pharaoh. And Neil's like, shit. shit, shit, shit Is this shit, about shit, shit. the incident? incident. Okay, yeah. I remember now. Yeah, and uh, and she's like, what incident, dude? And so that leads us into chapter 12, I believe, where we learn about what the incident well, was. Well, okay, well, I think, it, no, I think it goes into it. Well, at the very least, like, he says, like, Reyes is in the prison. Yes, he's alive. But he's in a coma. Mm. Bum, bum, bum. And then we get to chapter 12. Yeah. So apparently there was a riot in the prison. And Reyes was friends with a big guy. <laughs> I imagine like, uh, what was his name? Uh, like a Lemmy type. Lenny? Lemmy or Lenny? Lenny from Mice and Mice, Men. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. like a, a big gentle giant, but maybe a little simple. A little simple in the head. And so... Like, there's a riot and a guard's telling everybody to get down, but, you know, the guy's big and simple and doesn't understand what's going on. So Reyes sees the guard about ready to fire a warning shot and doesn't want his big friend to get shot. So he, like, jumps and makes him mm-hmm. fall he down. tackles, tackles his, friend, his friend. But he, like, takes a shot to his frontal lobe. Uh-huh. And, uh, sadly, 
He is in a coma now. But this all happened a month ago, which is about like the same time Charlie started having her nightly visits. Mm-hmm. And so what we also learned that Reyes is kind of like a badass in prison and everybody's afraid of him. Mm-hmm. Like some like the this one gang sent out a hit on him. And it's like a serious thing when they do that because it's like, no, like someone's going to die if like if they want you dead, it's going to happen. And apparently three guys came after him. And before anyone like really saw what happened, these guys were lying in pools of their own blood. And he was just kind of like crouching, like perfectly fine. So he like (laughs) he doesn't move like a regular human being. No. And they call him the devil's breath. They said it in Spanish, but I don't want to butcher that language. I mean, I would gladly butcher that language, but Marie didn't write the translation on I here. didn't, and I don't have the book with us. Like, uh-huh. it's in the house. I brought it with me. It's just downstairs. And that's too many stairs. Uh, so, Reyes, we find out Reyes is basically brain dead. And that they're going to just pull the plug on him in three days. I don't know why three days. Well, I think it was just like uh, like the time span. Because I think, you know, having him on life support and then it probably... Well, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder, like, how that works out. Or just, like, no, there's nobody. Because, again, so, like, he doesn't have a sister in any of these records or any Mm -hmm. next of kin. So it kind of turns into, like, oh, like, I, you know, Charlie's, like, I have to find his sister. It's a race against time Mm -hmm. now because, like, he only has the three days. but And she has the authority to stop this as a family member. Yeah. And that's the only way to stop this. So she then goes to the hospital, well, not hospital, but the extended care facility that he's located Mm at. Uh, And the guard tells Charlie a story about how Reyes saved his butt in a prison riot. Mm -hmm. This prison needs to get its freaking riots under control. So many riots. So many riots. I don't know what's going on in Arizona prison wise, but they need to just... Lock it down. I mean, your dad was a prison guard. You know how many riots, riots he was common? in? None. He was in <laughs> no zero riots. prison riots. This is I mean, 25 years of service. Is that, is that like a low security prison, though? No, it's, no? it's not. It's not max, but it's not medium. Min, minimum. Yeah, it's, it's like medium. Yeah, so I don't. I don't understand why there's so many freaking riots. But so she goes, she sees Reyes. He's smoking hot, even passed out. And she's like talking to him and saying, we have three days. We got to get this done. And I got other shit to do, but I, I love you, man. Somehow, for some reason. Yeah, for some reason. Because like, I met you fucking once. Well, but, or like, you know, all the sexy dreams. Uh-huh. But like, I think that's maybe another problem I have with this book where it's like, we don't see any like relationship uh-huh. development yeah. between these two characters, except for like, we know that like he comes to her and her dreams and they bone. But we um, don't even get to hear about them boning. No juicy details. We just get tingles. Tingles <laughs> in the lower bell bell. I don't even get tingles. <laughs> no one I get gets nothing. We don't. Well, I don't get tingles either. She's getting the tingles, but she just tells us about them, and we're just supposed to take her, her word yeah, for take it. Take her word for the tingles. Yep. There's no. There's no wop going on here that no. we know of. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm using using hip terms. <laughs> <laughs> that song just came out like a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Uh, to give you a sense of time <laughs> so anyway uh like you do she kisses makes out with the comatose with the guy, yeah. guy totally fine but well, like she suddenly is thrown into all these flashbacks of like their sexy dreams and like yeah 
other stuff like him being pissed off at her oh like the their first interaction yeah. and it's like oh the anger and apparently she passes out mm-hmm. d- during this and i'm just like no one in this book consents to anything like she just kisses a comatose man on the lips yeah like and then reyes is just boning her in her sleep constantly yeah <laughs> No consent. More issues with this book. <laughs> um, and then, so finally, Uncle, so the guard and the nurse pick her up and, like, make her come to. And then Uncle Bob calls her and he's like, hey, we have an ID on the shooter. And Charlie's like, sweet, let's do this and apprehend the suspect. So I think, yeah, like, Charlie shows up. There are all these cops who are ready and camped out to, like, jump, you know, get the guy. Um. It, yeah. I don't see the thing. I, whoa, I accidentally knocked my mic. Sorry, it startled me. Um. <laughs> well, I noticed like with this book, it's like a lot of jumping around. Yeah. Like even within chapters, like okay, I totally passed out, but now suddenly I'm gonna go to like this stakeout. But anyway, like that happens. I think. Well, yeah. Well, I think the thing is like she's not a normal person. Like if I uh, fainted uh-huh. at. A hospital? I would, you know... I'm going to take the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take the rest of the day. Or, you know, I should eat something. My blood sugar's probably low. Or something. Like, one does just not faint. <laughs> and like, All right. I'm, I've come to. Now I'm going to go about my business. <laughs> I've come to? What? We're going to... You're going to arrest a guy? I'll come over for that. Like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Well, because we also, like, we find out that one of... Charlie's many abilities is that like she can sense guilt in people uh-huh. and like I guess it's not super specific but like you know it's worth a shot in this case she can tell if their su- their suspect is you know maybe super guilty for this or you know maybe maybe for other things I don't know she's gonna feel it out yeah so she goes to there and her or, what's the guy's name Julio not Julio, but who's the hottie private investigator or bail bondsman? Garrett? Garrett? I think it was Garrett. Yeah. He's there. He quips, quips or toss. Ba- back and forth. Back and, fo- back and forth. And she's like, whatever, I'll be in back. She goes in back. Up, Julio, their suspect, apparently keeps his motorcycle inside at night. Yeah, because of thieves. But, like, what if it's a two-story apartment complex? I'm going to say it's probably not if he's able to take it inside. (laughs) Anyway, he took his motorcycle inside and he started it inside, Uh producing a backfire, and they thought it was a gunshot. Everything goes to hell. Julio takes off, but when he's taking off, he just, like, runs smack dab into Charlie. And that's how Julio is caught, and that's how we end chapter 12. Also, don't, please, do not start anything with a gasoline engine inside your home. That's how people die. <laughs> so diesel's fine. Yeah, diesel's fine. <laughs> you get that diesel generator out and you go to town. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gas and D, they're, they're the same to me. I know you don't think they're the same, but to me they are. I don't know. Well, no, and I heard I read something recently. Actually, side note, mm-hmm. do I want to go into this? I guess I will. I started it. Um, 
they did something with catalytic converters in sometime in the 70s. Uh-huh. So now I think it's allegedly way harder to gas yourself in a garage, allegedly. Well, I don't think catalytic converters are that much of a thing anymore on cars, right? Uh, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a mechanic. But I mean, there's one way to find out, Marie. Turn on my car in my garage. Uh huh. But you have a diesel, so it would be very hard to see if that would be yeah, an appropriate study. Yeah. Okay. Here's the plan. You park your car in your garage. I'll park my car in my garage, and then we'll see Turn who dies first. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Or well, who passes out first? Maybe we can be on. Well, no. On the phone. <laughs> Three-way call. Uh-huh. And then whoever stops responding, <laughs> our safety. Calls nine one one. Yes. Okay. It's perfect. That all checks. Anyway, that's chapter what the point. thirteen. The point is chapter thirteen. Uh, so Julio. So he's been apprehended. He's in interrogation. Oh, and I think like at the end of chapter twelve, he runs into Charlie, and she just just immediately like he's not guilty for yeah. this. So Charlie's like, ah, I better get down to that there sheriff station. Just and like that. <laughs> and again, I think it's like, you know, a bunch of people milling around and then, oh, how fortuitous there's this dead lady here. Yeah, there's this like little Mexican aunt, mm-hmm. Tia, and she's like, come here, come here, come. Real quick. come to me in the bathroom. Because when a strange woman beckons me to the bathroom, I always go. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be good. Yeah, I better go. She's, she has a story to tell. And she does. We don't know what she says. Um, but the aunt gives her information. She's apparently Julio's aunt who raised him. Mm-hmm. And so Charlie's like, look, Unky Bob, what does she call him? Ubo? Ubi. Ubi. Which also, okay, we're nine chapters in. Uncle Bob has been around since chapter one. And I feel like chapter nine is when she decides, I'm going to give him a nickname now. No, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like he, that's been used before. I I don't know. It stuck out to me that for this some is reason. The chapter maybe because yeah. it's inappropriate. <laughs> it's like I hate this nickname so hard. Um. Anyway, she's like, "Hey, Uncle Bob, let me get in that box. I'm gonna call it the box because you know I watch too many TV shows. <laughs> let me get in the box and uh, rattle this kid's cage. I can make him con- not confess. What's the opposite of confess?" recant i don't <laughs> no, know no, it's not recanting anything no 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 no. but well she's like hey let me like give me this deal like i know he didn't i think she says she knows he didn't do yeah, this but she knows like, hey, he like, didn't can do you, it can you make sure he gets like immunity as long as he tells us everything he knows with like you know his extent of the involvement with this case with mm-hmm. the lawyers and all that you know because i can make him talk yeah and so uncle bob is just like yeah okay <laughs> And so she goes in there and she basically tells Julio, hey, your aunt sent me. Just don't worry about it. I know. I know things. I think it was like three things that he cares most about in the Uh world. And she's like, I know where the metal is. Uh, There was like another thing. And she's like, oh, the third thing is going to be a little bit of a challenge, but we can make that work. Yeah. Um, So I, you know, that makes him realize she's legit. So he sings like a canary. And uh, we find out that he just, he touched the bullets. Right, yeah. He, like, he's connected to some people. So he, like, sold some guy 
this box of ammunition. So that's why his fingerprints mm-hmm. were on the bullet casing. Yeah. And that's why they pinned him as a suspect. Um, but he was nowhere to be seen at the time. I forget where he was. But he had an alibi, I feel like. Yeah, which I mean, actually, I think we might be jumping ahead a little bit here. It's yeah. within our chapter range. But, yeah. Um, it might jump. Um, but I think, I don't know. Do you remember? Where are we? Where are we in the book, Sasha? I, I was really bored with this book, so I don't remember much. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, she gets him to tell, spill his beans. Right. So we know the deal's going to go through. Uh, Charlie heads home and Reyes is, I feel like I'm mispronouncing that. Reyes? 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 Reyes. 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 So he's in her living room. She's uh-huh. like, how could this be? You're in a coma. And then she's like, hey, bro, why didn't we like bone last no, night? No, no, she didn't even ask oh. if she was thinking about it. Yeah. Is the thing. She was like, why didn't he come to me? And like, she's just like asking him all these questions like, hey, are you alive? What's the deal with this? What's the deal with that? Blink once for Yes. And, like, I think he just before he's about to go, he's like, you were tired. And, like, and you know, that's in regards to him not showing up. So it's like yeah. this, like, oh, holy shit, he was reading my mind. I would be so freaking annoyed with Reyes right now. Right? Be like, you couldn't have, like, dropped by for a cuddle at least? Like, you couldn't have said anything? Right? You could cuddle with you people cuddle. when you're tired. Yeah. That's still nice. You could have, like, kissed my boo-boos or something. Also, didn't stop you when I got my ass kicked the other night and mm-hmm. I was sore as fuck. Like, I don't know what your line is, Reyes. Or, or like, <laughs> oh, you're in the office surrounded by people. Let me give you a reach around. <laughs> yeah, let, let me do a little a little numbers game there. Like, no, you don't give a shit, Reyes. We all know you don't. Um, or maybe he does. No. No, because again, he's clearly made it quite clear that he will just bang her whenever he feels like it. Maybe he was tired and he's deflecting. <laughs> Possibly. Or projecting. Projecting. Um. Anyway, Cookie like busts in and is like, I've got news. <laughs> like she does. Yeah. So she's like Farnsworthing it from Futurama. Good news, everybody. <laughs> Uh, and basically, it's just his prison file. And she come. Why did she come over? Was it just to give her the prison file? I think so. Yeah, that's what I remember. That's what I felt like was worth noting. And so she's like, "Damn it, we were gonna bone." <laughs> no, I think he like turned into mist before that happened. Yeah, I don't know. So um, uh, Angel, her operative, finally shows up her operative ghost mm-hmm. and uh he's being all weird and sketch right but like i guess we get some we get some backstory on him um mainly he helps charlie out so like the extra money she gets like she sends anonymously to his mom mom um mm-hmm. and what else i feel like there was more to it than that no. But well, either way, yeah. yeah, like, you know, he he helps her out, but he's, like, just being kind of weird. He's being kind of cagey. She mentions Riz, and he's like, I don't know about I don't, him. I don't know who you're talking about. So, clearly, he knows something about Reyes. So, this uh, is the next day, I feel like. Yeah, I think it must be. Um, and then Officer Taft shows up. 
um he's like this cop I, I think god it feels so long ago that we would have talked about him i think it was like the first episode yeah i think it book, was the first episode um, where you know he's he has he's being tailed by this like little blonde girl in some pajamas <laughs> who is possibly a demon who's just like she doesn't like charlie at all but she's in love with officer Taft. yeah and he's like there are some weird things that are happening, and I've heard, like, you have special abilities, so can you tell me what's going on with that? And she's like, okay, so there's this, like, little nine-year-old following you around that's in love with you. And Taft is like, nah. How dare you? Well, <laughs> see, crazy. because I think, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking because, like, she de- described the girl, like, probably exactly as how he would have remembered her. Yeah. He probably thinks, like, she's a fucking asshole, and she's kind of, like, yeah. playing on this sort of traumatic thing, because I think he, like, you know, tried yeah. to re- resuscitate this girl, but, you know, obviously she ended up dying. So it's probably, like, you're you're fucking with me, and this is not cool. I still don't care. He came to her. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. he said that he heard things that she can do stuff, like spiritually Mm -hmm. and stuff like no you don't come to me for help and then say i'm fucking with you like no you came you came to me bro like Mm -hmm. come on um but i would like to say she's not possessed she's just a nine-year-old they're just is she though they're just dicks marie (laughs) i don't think they're well yeah i think nine-year-olds can be dicks yeah i'll go with it i'll concede that I think Charlie doesn't know how kids behave and she doesn't know nine-year-olds are just assholes. <laughs> um, so she's done with that. She decides to go to her office and so she goes bloop, 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 down her apartment stairs and bloop, 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 up to her office <laughs> stairs. <laughs> or I think, well, it's like in her dad's building. Yeah, like but she the, had to do yeah. the outside part because her dad's bar wasn't open yet. Okay. Because, I don't remember that. So. so I remember it because for some reason it matters. So she goes, <laughs> she goes up the outside stairs, bloop, 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 bloop. Uh-huh. and then she hears like somebody in the inside. No, then she no, hears, then she was... then she sits down, and then Garrett comes up, and he's like, knockity knockity, mm-hmm. coffee coffee. She's like, fuck yeah, coffee. <laughs> coffee. So she's all excited about coffee. And then she hears another knock from the door her dad usually uses. And she's like, come on in, dad. And then. Or I think, yeah, like, yeah, he does, like the door doesn't open, which like also gets me because, yeah. okay, so like, you know, she goes to the door to open it. And then, you know, again, mm-hmm. her life flashes before her eyes and it's another cliffhanger mm. kind of thing and we find out chapter 14 it's zeke herschel who i don't think is worth casting i guess just a douche um, he's <laughs> you know uh, like her client rosie i think we must have talked about we this, must have where, talked you know her. she she helped this client escape to mexico to get away mm-hmm. from her abusive husband zeke herschel is the abusive husband and he shows up with a gun and he tries to shoot charlie but of course bad the big bad big big bad capital b shows up and and saves the day essentially like he does yeah and he saves the day and he's done this before for her he severs the person's spine and just i guess doesn't kill them right but he's paralyzed. paralyzed yeah yeah and then kicks and charlie falls back and when she's when charlie's falling back 
and Big Bad is looking at her as she's falling back. She realizes Big Bad is Riz. Oh, and also, like, I'm wondering how, if this is going to come into play. I'm going to say this book is poorly written, <laughs> like, concretely, objectively poorly written because she makes a point to say that, like, you know, death comes with his Sith and... Like, like well that's he, how he that's like how he severed, cuts the guy's yeah. spine but he also kind of like cuts into charlie he just kind of nicks her side just a little bit well and i guess that may or may, i don't know maybe that was the whole reasoning is like she falls back and that's why he like leans over her and kind of catches her yeah and that's I, how she sees his face maybe that was the whole reasoning but i was like this has to play into stuff later Right? Yeah, am I, it has am I reading to. Into, into it the wrong way? Well, and the other thing is that I don't like about the big bad is so I get it, you're trying to save Charlie, right? But like paralyzing all of these people while Charlie's around isn't gonna say she's gonna end up institutionalized <laughs> right? somewhere it's gonna, like, create, for something. It's gonna like, create issues. Yeah, like it's not just like people are gonna start asking questions. Uncle Bob shows up because somebody was just paralyzed and attacked and he's gunshots and he's a cop. Ah, sorry, I burped. Uh, How dare you? Charlie's dad shows up because it's his property and it's his daughter. And that well, and like the thing is, is like he's like, oh, this exact same thing happened in this same building to you when you were a little kid and she's like oh no dad i wasn't around for that other one but she's kind of like oh shit he's starting to like put things together um and so uncle bob's like well gotta take you down to the station and get your guys's like testimony statements state there we go statements and oh garrett i'll drive you also (laughs) yes so if you don't know standard police procedure, if somebody witnesses a crime, if say Marie and I are both in the same room and somebody gets stabbed, they don't want the, the witnesses to talk to one another so that the story becomes cohesive mm-hmm. between like, because if I stabbed the guy and I, Marie didn't like the guy either. But, oh yeah, uh, it was just some rando. He totally fell on that knife. <laughs> like, Repeatedly, he like got up and he slipped and he <laughs> fell on the knife again, and then he got up and he slipped. We would have, we would have like, helped him. <laughs> we would have helped him, but he was being a silly goose, and we didn't want to get our clothes dirty. <laughs> Which oh that that makes me want to watch the staircase again. <laughs> like I didn't finish it, but now I really want to watch it and finish it this time. Uh, but anyway, so Uncle Bob is like, winkity, winkity, get your stupid stories together. So they get us, they make a statement together where like there was another guy at the door. Right. And that's they were how... having a fight in the hallway yeah. or something because I think they even find like, you know, the bullet went into some wall uh-huh. randomly, which is impossible because it was pointed right at Charlie. But, you know, what? Yeah. Supernatural shit. And then so when Julio Castroneves. I think was his name. Uh, I don't know. Sure. I think her, I think Julio Castroneves is actually a race car driver's name. So Julio, whatever your name was, um, when Charlie was like, Hey, uncle Bob, I'll, I'll have this guy turn for you like that, but you have to promise me a thing. Yeah. And so when that happened, uncle Bob promised that she would, he would help her with a couple of things. One of those things was, 
getting uh the records for Rhea's. But for well, Rhea's. like he doesn't know it's for Rhea's yet at this point. But uh-huh. she's like, Hey, I need you to come to this high school with me, kinda like use your authority to my advantage. Yes. Um, so I think yeah, for like from from there they go to Reyes's old high school. There's a dead girl in the office, which really doesn't matter. She it helps really the dead doesn't. girl cross. Yeah. Whatever. Doesn't matter. World building. World building. building we don't care. I kind of got the feels. I was like, oh, Aww, that's yeah, cute. Yeah, it was cute. But like. Not important, ultimately. Not important. I don't think. <sighs> the amount of people that die every day. Shouldn't she be just like Grand Central Station and people just being like whipping through her every day all or day every day you would think but like or is it well i think it's like the i think the thing that she does as the grim reaper it's like for the people who have a problem crossing over or like unfinished business casper style yeah so like even with her mom is like her mom kind of had to like make her know that she loved her Uh. and all that Gotcha. So, I, like, I don't think it's, like, literally every single person that dies, but I think it's the people who have, quote-unquote, unfinished business. Uh, so, is my theory. So, anyway, they get the information they, they, were, they were looking for from the high school secretary about Reyes. And she's like, I need information on Reyes Pharaoh, and her uncle's like, what? <laughs> what? And then chapter 15. So, in chapter 15, Charlie reveals to Uncle Bob that Reyes is not human. But she's not sure what his deal is. So, and it's it's one of those things where it's like, hey, like, he's, I think he is deaf. But on the other hand, like, we you know, I don't know. He has this human body and I don't know what's going to happen if he dies. Mm-hmm. And then also I think it goes like, I don't want him to die. I can't live without him. I don't want to live without him. And it just, it's again, like, it's like, it's why? Like you've never had his real tangible dick i think you've had ghost dick (laughs) and like i don't understand ghost dick and and then like you know i think we're kind of getting some character development on his end where it's like oh he's this good guy he like saves people and yeah you know we find out he's he is death the death and you know he saved charlie her entire life so i think you know we do feel somewhat vested in i still don't but i don't i don't don't feel like that vested in it just you met him once. Yeah. And then he shows up in your dreams and you guys bang. And that's somehow a connection you have everlasting love for. Like, yeah. I don't understand. It's really, yeah, it's really not developed enough. No. Would be my main critique. So she gets dropped off back home, I think. Home or her office. Oh, somewhere. no, they're driving. They're driving, Are I remember. They? Yeah. Okay. And the lawyers, because remember... <laughs> There are those lawyers there who are those, were killed earlier. Yeah, and they show up, and they're like, "Hey, what? Give us, give us the the scoop. What's happening in that case?" And they're like, "And she goes, well, Julio, the his name is on here. Antiveros. Antiveros. Maybe. Uh, you know, he was our suspect, but you know, he was totally innocent. He just gave the bullets to the sky. Chocolin." Really? That's the name she went with? Chocolin? Apparently Choco Lynn. Who works for Benny this man named Benny Price. Who is a known human trafficker, which is bad. And so the missing nephew's mother was supposed to meet up with 
Father Frederico, the owner of the warehouse, but which I can't remember she if we said that never was a showed thing up. or not. Yeah. Like it, it probably seemed like a smaller and more insignificant mm-hmm. detail at the time that this priest owned the warehouse. But I guess it was kind of a bigger deal than we thought, maybe. And wasn't Father Frederico involved in stopping human trafficking too? Ooh, you know what? That would make sense because he's been missing for a few days. Yes. Bum, bum, bum. So Charlie comes up with a plan to set up a sting operation. Um, So the plan, I don't know if she ever says the plan. She doesn't, but the I plan mean, is implied, I, I guess. I think we can, like, yeah, we can infer that she's going to pretend to be, like, you know, a woman interested in working at one of uh, strip Price's clubs. strip clubs. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, she's like, oh, well, you know, he conducts quote unquote interviews in his office with this couch. And we you know. all know what that's. I swear. I'm sorry. I don't want her to get molested by this man. But I swear to God, if something doesn't happen on that couch, because <laughs> like this is supposed, gotten, to be a smutty this is supposed to be a smutty book. Like, if we don't at least get, like, her boob flopping out, I don't know what the point of this book is. The, well, the suspense, the murder mystery. But, the, you know, yeah, we were. this was marketed to us as a romance novel. Uh-huh. I'm not, not getting... Not a whodunit. I'm not getting any romance. I'm not getting any sex. I'm not even getting kissing. I'm not even getting no. heavy petting from this book. Like... A paragraph that encompasses everything that happened in her little, like, blink-and-you-miss-it meetups with Reyes. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'll stop rambling. We'll finish chapter 15. Cookie found some people who went to high school with Reyes. Yay! Yep, so I think she's like, hey, you want me to set up a meeting with these people? Well... You go find... Because I had, like, I think it was, like, two-thirds of the lawyers that had shown up. And she decides she needs to go find the third one, Sussman. Who was hanging out with his wife mm-hmm. who wasn't taking his death well. Right. She's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'll meet up with them in about an hour. But first, I'm going to go find this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the end of chapter 15. And I could not read anymore. No. See, I mean, again, yeah, like, I kind of want to know what happens. But again, there's a distinct lack of smut. There's a distinct, again, distinct lack of smut. Distinct lack of romance. Mm-hmm. Like, I get there's a little chemistry between Garrett and Charlie and Reyes and Charlie. Oh, and then uh, Charlie and the deputy warden. Yeah. So it's kind of like she, like, well, it's like she has all these flirtatious relationships with all these other characters, but then it never goes anywhere. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Marie. She's a tease. <laughs> Which, I mean, is fine. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the term tease, but... That's what she's doing. And that's what this author's doing with our emotions. Teasing. Yeah. Yeah. I just... I just need something. I I don't know if it's a prediction, but I have a hope for an epic love scene before the end of this book. I have a hope for an epic love scene before the end of the book. I have a hope for connections need to be made guys like i need to find out why the lawyers were murdered mm-hmm. how that connect because i feel like it's going to connect to reyes in the end too somehow Ooh, maybe because everything's always interconnected and then i need also need to find out uh why that guy's a human trafficker and why they haven't caught him yet like i never that's the i think that's what i never understand it's like oh he's a known human trafficker then why is 
wasn't he in jail? Yeah. <laughs> like, we know he, he trafficked well, yeah, it's like, we know. But, well, I mean, I wonder if it's just kind of like, oh, like, it's kind of known. But, like, he's kind of managed to skirt the law or, like, can't nail him yeah. down. Because of technicalities or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I have, a, I have a feeling, like, everything's going to wrap up nicely with a pretty little bow. With a pretty little bow. I hope it better. I'm going to be pissed. I am I mean, come on. It's a series. So I feel like all of this Reyes buildup is going to be for nothing. <laughs> it's going to be gonna be for future books yes it is and it's gonna oh. because it has to be for future books and this is why it has to be for future books because she has this flirtation with garrett uh-huh. and you know garrett's gonna stick around and reyes is gonna stick around if she just becomes a Ooh, reyes and then woman it, it, it becomes like a whole like oh will she go with this guy or yeah this guy? yeah she can't go with reyes in this book because she needs to have that flirtation with garrett okay that makes sense i could see that but will, I also find that really annoying. Will we go on and read the rest of the series? Probably not. No, <laughs> no, we will not. I am put like we will not be reading it for this podcast. I don't think. Mm-mm. Sorry, DeAndre Jones. I think it would again. I think it would make a fantastic TV show. I would watch yeah. the hell out of this, but I would not continue reading the series. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so I guess that's our prediction. My prediction. It's going to go nowhere. Marie's prediction. Yeah. Well, you know, the main the main stuff, the stuff with the lawyers and this human trafficking guy, I think it's all going to wrap up nicely. We're at least going to get some closure with that. Mm. And hopefully we'll get a goddamn love scene. It's not but gonna, I, I, it's I, not I'm, I'm doubtful. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, or but, we're gonna get a love scene we didn't ask for, like <laughs> Uncle Bob and like Cookie, and they're like, or, no, 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 I think there was like hinted Uncle Bob and like the the school receptionist, yeah, yeah. yeah no. All right, uh, I, th- I think that's it for us. Yeah, so I- we're gonna read, we're gonna read sixteen through the end of the book. Yep, and then that's it for first grave on the right. I'm excited, uh, Marie. Yeah, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs>